Imagine you're searching for a killer, and all you have to do is peer deeply into the eyes of the victim to see the image of the murderer. I'm Patty Steele. The last thing they saw, next on The Backstory. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Well, if we're being honest, we all have stuff in our lives that drive us crazy. Maybe it's a job, a difficult relationship, or love interest. Or honestly, it can just be the state of this crazy world we live in. For me, it's all three of those things at times. A lot of times it's not a big deal, but in the moment, it sure feels like it is, right? So how do you come to terms with those stressors and not let the negativity weigh you down? For me, therapy has always been a haven where I can open up, talk about what's eating at me, and trust that this person will be honest, understanding, and discreet. Therapy isn't just for folks who've had major trauma. It's for you and me, so we can be at peace and become the best version of ourselves. When I connected with a terrific therapist at BetterHelp, she asked some on-point questions, and I actually heard myself working through some of the issues I'd kept bottled up. What a relief. If you've considered therapy, I can't recommend BetterHelp enough. It's completely online, so it's convenient, flexible, fits your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a short questionnaire. You'll be matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra charge. Take it from me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Backstory today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Backstory. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The backstory is back. Criminal forensics, trying to find evidence that's going to help convict a murderer or some other kind of criminal, is a fairly new science, believe it or not. But what if the eyes of the victim held a tiny imprint of the last thing they saw before dying? Almost like a camera shot. Okay, it's 1876, early in the advent of camera technology, and people were well aware of the similarities between the eye and a camera. So at that point, to them, it didn't seem very far-fetched that the eye could actually retain some sort of image. Now to us, these days, it kind of sounds a little ridiculous, right? Well, it was kind of a big deal. From 1876 all the way up until 1924, In fact, it was even used on at least one of the victims of Jack the Ripper, with investigators hanging on to the victim's eyeballs. It's called optography, and it all came about when a German scientist discovered a light-sensitive substance in the eye's retina, which he called visual purple. 
He and a colleague even managed to capture images from the eyes of an unlucky rabbit acting as a test subject. The rabbit's head was covered for three minutes in total darkness so that the visual purple could accumulate. It was then held in place, staring at a window for another three minutes before it was killed. Immediately afterward, the eyes were dissected, and the captured image does show a fuzzy but pretty obvious window. Now, the problem is, it seemed to work on some animals, particularly rabbits, but not so much on humans, because the focal point of the human eye is a whole lot smaller than a rabbit's. They had even tested a human subject who'd just been executed. They dissected the man's eyes in an attempt to capture the last image they knew he'd seen before death. The result? A blurry, indistinct shape, unclear, but enough to keep the possibility alive in the scientific community, even if it wouldn't have been clear enough to take to court. In fact, with that limited success, a lot of folks believed that optography would be the future of forensic investigations. Now, forensic scientists felt that as technology advanced, they'd get a much better image. The news cycle also played a big role in keeping the belief in optography alive. For decades, people claimed to use the technique successfully, at least according to newspapers in those years. Some of the headlines? Photos show killer's face in retina, and slain man's eye shows picture of a murderer. In another case in 1914, the Washington Times ran a headline that said, Image on her retina may show girl's slayer. The story goes that a 20-year-old woman had been beaten to death, and when police found her body, her eyes were still open. Her family hoped that the last thing she saw may be the face of her murderer, and that it would be imprinted like a photographic negative on her retinas. Well, apparently not. While the optograms were entered into evidence, the accused killer was tried twice and found not guilty. Anyway, as decades went by, advances in technology seemed only to further debunk the use of optography for criminal forensic purposes. But believe it or not, as recently as 1924, forensic optography was admitted as evidence after a guy in Germany was charged with killing eight members of his family and household staff. According to the scientist in charge, images from the retinas of two of the victims showed what he said were images of the murderer's face, as well as an axe used to kill the gardener. The killer was tried, convicted, and executed, with the optographic images included along with the rest of the evidence in the case. Newspapers said that the killer, when told about the incriminating optograms, confessed to the murders. But finally, in 2011, a German legal publication looked at the case and called the optograms that had been used absurd forensics. This almost sounds like the Twilight Zone, right? Imagine, if you will, a world where the final sight of a murder victim could solve the crime. It intrigued people, and the idea wove its way into detective stories and criminal chatter at the time. There were books and short stories from writers like Jules Verne and Rudyard Kipling that used optography as key plot points. And in movies and later TV shows, it was also used. Some of the films include a 1936 Bela Lugosi and Boris Karloff flick called The Invisible Ray, the 1964 fantasy The Eyes Have It, and others from the 1970s right through 2013. TV shows like the RoboCop series, Fringe, and Wild Wild West all used optography to solve murders. 
And finally, music legend Jim Morrison wrote about the optographic experiments on rabbits in his text, Jim Morrison Raps, in 1968. Now, at the end of the day, optography is all about human curiosity and our sort of relentless pursuit of scientific advancement, not just at that point in time, but constantly over human experience. It reflects our fascination with the unknown and our desire to see the unseeable. I'm Patty Steele. The Backstory is a production of iHeartMedia, Premier Networks, the Elvis Duran Group, and Steel Trap Productions. Our producer is Doug Fraser. Our writer, Jake Kushner. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Feel free to reach out to me with comments and even story suggestions on Instagram at RealPattySteele and on Facebook at Patty Steele. Thanks for listening to The Backstory with Patty Steele, the pieces of history you didn't know you needed to know. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.